westcoastcryptos.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Taylor Elf and welcome to another edition of West Coast Cryptos Daily. Here's what's happening. Bitcoin ATMs were burned as El Salvador protesters marched against President Nayib Bukele. I'm watching video of the protests in El Salvador. It says more than 1,000 people marched in El Salvador's capital on Tuesday to protest the adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender. This is Gloria Martinez. She says this is a law that came in without consultation. It does not consider the interests of the general population. It's a law that has come in with vigor without adequate technological infrastructure for it to be used well. It's a law that obligates us to use a currency that is volatile. There are many risks related with it. This is Mauricio Garcia. He says, we are with the people. That is why we say no to Bitcoin, because the people will come out of this worse off. Our taxes are being used to set up Bitcoin ATMs. How can it be that the working class is the one who is supporting and who is funding the president's company? It's two protesters on the streets of El Salvador. On Wednesday, protests against El Salvador's President Nayib Bukele saw thousands gather in the streets of its capital. Opponents of the 40-year-old populist who was elected in 2019 say he has concentrated too much power and weakened the independence of the country's judiciary. Quote, one of the protesters, former Supreme Court Justice Sidney Blanco said, the time has come to defend democracy. This march is symbolic. It represents weariness with so many violations of the Constitution. Marchers in San Salvador also protested Bukele's controversial decision to make Bitcoin an official currency in El Salvador. The government launched Chivo, a national digital wallet for the token on September 7th. But the rollout has been marred by system bugs and frequent periods offline. I think they have a point there. I, I feel they should have roll this out in phases and had an education for the people. Next up, OpenSea confirms an executive used insider knowledge when buying NFTs. The marketplace has acknowledged that its head of product, Nate Chastain, purchased NFTs he knew were going splayed prominently. Chastain was accused by Twitter users overnight of snapping up items in OpenSea's front page collections ahead of general release. Then on Tuesday, OpenSea co-founder and CEO Devin Finzer said that Chastain had been asked to resign from his position at the startup. Quote, when we launched OpenSea, there was only one collection on our platform, CryptoKitties. Today, there are 20 million NFTs to discover on OpenSea. We owe this growth to the vibrant community of creators and collectors who use our platform every day, and we have a strong obligation to this community to move it forward responsibly and diligently. The behavior of one of our employees violated that obligation, and yesterday we requested and accepted his resignation. Fizzler said that a previously announced investigation is ongoing, but we are committed to quickly implementing its recommendations. Next up, 
institutional investors are returning to Bitcoin despite U.S. crypto tax plans. Lawmakers and regulators are increasing scrutiny of crypto markets, including the debate over the U.S. Infrastructure Bill's crypto tax reporting provision may be spooking retail investors, but not the institutional ones. The Berlin-based blockchain data firm found that larger investors, as represented by large value dollar transactions, fueled Bitcoin's nearly 20% price gains since last week. A number of analysts say the trend shows that these institutions are focusing more on the cryptocurrency's upside than on potential obstacles. Joel Kruger, cryptocurrency strategist at Institutional Crypto Exchange LMAX Digital says, investors are looking to the positives around regulation rather than the negative, noting that the fact that the U.S. government is listening and is aware there is a provision around crypto in the infrastructure bill that needs more clarification. Bitcoin's on-chain transaction volume with values of at least $1 million has risen 10% since the beginning of August and accounts for nearly 70% of the total value transferred. And everybody wants to know why the Solana network crashed on Tuesday. The high-speed blockchain network suffered a major outage on Tuesday, sending the value of its native token plummeting by more than 15% under 12 hours. Here's what happened. The Solana network announced that its mainnet was experiencing intermittent instability as a result of network exhaustion and its engineers were working toward a resolution. Six hours after the 45-minute denial of service disruption, Solana status revealed that the root cause was a large increase in transaction load, which peaked at 400,000 transactions per second. These transactions flooded the transaction processing queue, and lack of prioritization of network critical messaging caused the network to start forking. The flood of transactions caused an unintentional forking of the network, which further led to excessive memory consumption. The phenomenon, in turn, caused some nodes to go offline. According to Solana status engineers across the ecosystem, attempted to stabilize the network, but were unsuccessful. After the validator community worked towards restarting the network by preparing a new release system, Solano is now officially back online. Thank goodness. Well, that's going to do it for another exciting episode of West Coast Cryptos Daily. Thanks for being there. We'll see you next time. And remember, cryptos are real. WestCoastCryptos.com